Hello, everyone. Welcome to Allah for the Soul. We are so excited to have you join us again. This is me, Andrew, and my good friend, Brian. Welcome back, everybody. This is very exciting. Today, we have a rather interesting and sometimes thought of as a deep topic, but we're going to keep it light, fun, and interesting. It's going to be the subject of baptism. But before we get into it, Andrew, you told me yes. there's a book that you're reading. Yes. It's quite interesting. Absolutely. Uh, this is going to be our book endorsement segment. So if you all are interested in listening to, um, <laughs> listening to, of reading a very fascinating piece of literature, a, a book that I have really recently finished and thoroughly enjoyed is the book titled Blood Covenant by the author Michael Frenzine. Uh, underneath it says, he quit the mob and lived. It is a story about a real-life Italian mobster who stole vast sums of money over a period of uh, years from the United States government, embezzled. He owned at one point multiple houses, helicopters, uh, yachts, and then was caught and had to retract and give back all of his money, spent years in prison, found Jesus, completely transformed and changed his life, and now lives as a pastor in Southern California, where he runs a sports ministry for young people. He goes around speaking to schools, uh, warning people about the dangers of crime and the fact that you will not get away with it, that you will have to pay eventually. It's a fascinating read. It's a very clean, uh, enjoyable read. It is rather intense being in the mob, but uh, that whole story, he did a wonderful job editing, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think you will too. So if you're looking for an interesting read, once again, the book is Blood Covenant by Michael Frenzine. You can find it on ABE Books for a very, very low price. I believe I paid $2.50 for my copy. Wow, dude, that's... Man, just like hearing you explain that and like that all running through my head is crazy. Insane. Just proves that Jesus can literally save anyone. Yeah, you could do anything. You could do the thing that you think is like the worst thing in the world, and he's still right there and he's still so good to you that's right that's so awesome that's wonderful so andrew yes jumping kind of like off from the book mm-hmm. you found out this thing about rabbits yes going back to our rant well actually my rant on <laughs> the on easter bunnies and how they're associated with rabbits so if you could Briefly explain what you found out. Yes, you thoroughly body slammed the Easter Bunny, which I was so proud of you for. That was an incredible form. Um, <laughs> you would have made the Rock blush. You, you would have put him to shame. I would have put. I would have put John Cena out of business. <laughs> so, um, okay. So the interesting thing is, I was looking at a completely random part, uh, just for random facts, and I discovered that the reason that rabbits weren't included in Easter was because when Christian missionaries from Rome arrived in what is now today present-day Ireland, the people in Ireland worshipped a god, and this god was taking the form of a rabbit, and it basically blessed them and gave them good fortune, and it also increased their fertility because they noticed that obviously rabbits produce uh, very quickly, and so they wanted to you know, have healthy, good, strong children, so they prayed to this god, this jackrabbit god, and uh, asked for its help and blessing. And so when the Christian missionaries saw that, 
it was becoming very common to especially worship it during the time where they were celebrating Easter. And so they decided to make the connection between Jesus giving us new life, just like the rabbit gives us, uh, you know, gives their children new life. And it was this very strange, odd connection that did not really make a lot of sense, but they were very flowery with their words, much better than I am. And so they convinced the Celts, the, the good old Irish, to believe in this idea that rabbits were connected with this new theory of Jesus, much like they did in Scandinavia when they decided to take the trees and when they worshiped trees and they decided to cut them down to prove that the Christian God was real. And so that's why they light things on the tree and they put them inside the house to prove God's dominance over the trees, which is hilarious because God made the trees. Anyway, that's why rabbits are included. It is a long forgotten fact of history because it's been literally, you know, close to you know, 17 to 1800 years ago when that was more common. But that is why rabbits are included in Easter because this belief that they one time that there was a God. Wow. That's crazy. If you have no idea what we're talking about, go to our third episode where we literally talk about some of the weirdest things, but also it was really good. Talked about some intense spiritual experiences that we had. And it was overall like a, it was a really good conversation that we could have. So if you have no idea what we're talking about, go to episode three. It's towards the end. But I would suggest listen to the whole thing because it's pretty good. So that's right. It seemed that we connected with multiple people about that whole yeah. experience. So yeah, please listen uh, and enjoy. Yeah. So tonight on the docket, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about baptism, yes. which is like a very interesting topic because baptism is such a crucial part to the Christian faith. Like it is a step that you take. It is an action that you take. So we're going to split this into a two-part series. So tonight. We're going to talk about uh, believer's baptism, which is the submersion underwater. That's the baptism that we're going to talk about tomorrow, and then in a couple weeks, we're going to come back with it, and we are going to talk about baptism through with children and the sprinkling baptism. So, Andrew, yes. if you could, for me and all of our listeners, our beautiful listeners, great people, They're I the just got to say, we have some great listeners. So... If you could, please explain what the definition of baptism is. Well, I'd be happy to. So basically, the most simplified form of a baptism is a religious rite of immersion in water, symbolizing purification, new life, and admission to the Christian church. Hmm. So the Greek word for that is baptisma, which is also the submersion of water. Mm-hmm. And as you pointed out to me, who was the first person to begin baptizing people? That would be John the Baptist or John the Baptisma. <laughs> so uh, John the Baptist, who's considered a forerunner to Christianity, used this as the central sacrament to his messianic movement. So uh, Christians consider Jesus to have instituted the sacrament of baptism. The earliest Christian baptisms were by immersion, although other modes such as pouring Uh, like using a vessel over their head, were used. And by the 3rd and 4th centuries, baptism involved a catriarchal institution as well as chrismation, exorcisms, laying on of hands, and recitation of a creed. In the West, effusion became the normal mode of baptism between the 12th and the 14th centuries, although immersion was still practiced into the 16th century. Now, this is where things get really moving. In the 16th century, Martin Luther retained baptism as a sacrament. But Swiss former Huldrich Zweigli, interesting, consi- uh, considered baptism and the Lord's Supper to be symbolic. 
Anabaptists deny the, the validity of infant baptism, which was the normal practice when their movement started and practiced believers' baptism instead. Yeah, it's interesting. So with the John the Baptist like being the first person to baptize people, it was interesting when he uh, sees or when he's like, I baptize you with water, mm. but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I actually had no idea, like, baptism of the Holy Spirit was a real thing, even though it's in the Bible. Yeah. And <laughs> I, like, just never heard of it. I had never, like, seen it done before. And, like, to hear of it now and to, like, realize, like, it's – that's also very important yeah. because you're allowing – the whole it's like a spiritual baptism that's happening inside of you whereas like the physical baptism portion is an outward expression of what's happening on the inside of your heart mm-hmm. so that's like how kind of we display that and then like baptism of the holy spirit is when the holy spirit comes inside of you and he works with you and through you yeah which is like i when i found that out and like when that happened to me i was like mind boggled at how like insane that all was so i'm interested in your experience with baptism do you remember that or i mean was it long ago can you just tell me a little bit about that so my baptism was actually almost a year ago wow uh so in march on march 22nd 2021 at 11 30 at night at met by love which is a worship uh college campus worship group at a unity gathering in that entire night I was just like thinking about being baptized and like really felt the Lord was tugging at my heart and telling me, Brian, it's time for you to get baptized. Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy. And I was baptized with the Holy Spirit that night. All my friends prayed over me. And uh, so it was it was overall like just insane night and powerful night. And that was like really what really pushed my faith. And like I was like, I like this is a new chapter for me like this is a beginning stage for me so it was it was such a powerful intense and uh emotional moment i really wanted my parents to be there uh because i mean my biggest like my parents biggest uh goal for us or like biggest desire for us is to give our lives to the lord and be baptized and uh so for me being the first kid to be baptized not saying my family or like my siblings haven't given their lives to the lord but they go to a church where they believe in pedo baptism and we'll get into that uh in the next episode but uh it was just crazy and it was at 11 30 at night and my friend ray was she was like brian do you want to call your parents i was like ray it is 11 30 at night my mom and dad are knocked out <laughs> and so i was like but please take a video of this like i want to show them and i texted it to my mom and i emailed it to my dad and my mom was crying and my dad was crying and I got home and they hugged me and they were crying and they just were so proud of me and it was like even after that it was just so awesome to see the way my parents reacted because I was like I don't know how they're going to react because I didn't get baptized in a church I didn't get baptized by a pastor I got baptized by some evangel by some campus evangelist who was just like you want to get baptized I'm like yeah (laughs) it's like we're going to dunk you right now (laughs) and uh but to be honest, it's not about like the pastor or the person who baptizes you. It's about you. Like this is <laughs> this is something that you decide to do, mm-hmm. and it's cool to do it like in a church yeah. where you're publicly professing it. But I'm publicly professing it to these kids who probably some of them out there who weren't Christians, yeah. but they were there. And uh, so I was like expecting my parents to be like, 
so what what were you doing and like being just kind of like baffled by the fact that i was baptized in the back of a pickup truck and a tin can it's crazy <laughs> but they just welcomed me home with like open arms and they were so proud of me and even my grandparents were just so proud of me and they were so happy for me mm. and just the overwhelming love and support that i received from my friends and my family was just incredible and even uh my old church family like they were just so they were so happy for me and it was just it was incredible it was amazing Wow. Ne- I'll never forget it. It's also tattooed on my arm, so I will never forget it. <laughs> that is so cool. When you did that, what was going through your mind when you were going into the water and coming out of that? Um, when I was going into the water, I was like, oh, I was like, this is crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy, this is crazy. And then when I came up, I was like, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And I was just, like, freaking out. I was like emotionally like a wreck Mm. (laughs) but like in a good way yeah and um just like immediately i have a old friend from high school his name's grant uh and like immediately as i got out of the water he was standing right there and he gave me a big old hug and this is march so it's not warm right but it's not cold but like i get out and i'm freezing i'm just hugging him and he's like six three six four i'm five eight and i'm like (laughs) it was just so weird (laughs) But, like, just the overwhelming support that I received. And, mm. I like, through my head, I was like, I don't deserve any of this. Wow. Like, I don't. I just don't. <laughs> it's mm. just the it's the reality of it. But by the grace of God, we are able to receive his forgiveness and, and are able to give our lives to him. Mm. That is awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So what about what about you though? Like what was what was your mm. personal experience from that? Well, I had um, uh, so I was baptized a lot younger. I was baptized when I was five. Mm. Uh, at that time, I lived in Missouri. I was living in uh, in a town called Joplin, and uh, well, actually, it's kind of confusing when I say Missouri. It's kind of weird because the cities there are so closely interconnected. They just kind of blend all into each other. And so there's one segment called Ornorgo which is a very small city. It's got like 100 people there. And then they have another section right right beside. It's like two streets away, and it's Web City, and it's larger. It's got like maybe 8,000 people, and then blends into that is Joplin, and they've got like 25,000 people. Hmm. So all around that whole area, we've got like, I don't know, 40,000 people somewhere in that zone. And so I... We lived in Ornorgo. We shopped and did our business in Web City, and then we went to church in Joplin. And so we went to a church called Joplin Family Worship Center, and that church was one of the larger churches in the area. Mm-hmm. And so they probably had 7,000 people that went there. It was a big church. And so the, I got baptized there, and so they had a whole service dedicated to just baptism because it, i mean so many people went there it was very difficult to you know file yeah. people through much like res life um and so because of that uh, i was uh, i they had me go around to the back where it was more convenient for them to get to like the baptism clothing and stuff but just to make it easy that's what they decided to do so we just changed clothes in the back i went over to the front and the head pastor there was good friends with my family and so uh he came over and uh basically just like stepped into the water with me and basically just asked me a couple questions. He had a microphone with him. So he was just asking me a couple questions about, 
you know, do, what do I believe? Do I understand what I'm doing? And then we, he just prayed over me and welcomed the Holy Spirit into my life and prayed a blessing over me and then just immersed me in the water and I came up. And I remember like raising both my hands and like fist pumping my hands. And I mean, this was back in like, I don't even know, like I was born in 97. So like 99. 2002. Yeah, like 2002. So this is like a long time. This is like 20 years ago. Wow. So it's kind of interesting to think back to that, but just how powerful that moment was. I mean, I never forget the feeling of excitement and success of reaching that moment where it was like I, it made me feel like I belong to Christ. It wasn't just something that I was wanting to do because I thought it was cool. We do it because it's a moment to understand you're, pr- you're publicly professing I belong to him. I'm yeah. not my own. I don't. I no longer own my body. I no longer own my own destiny. I completely surrender, and that's an amazing thing. Such yeah. an amazing thing. One hundred percent. That's yeah. Wow. Would you ever consider like getting baptized again? You know what? I've thought about it um, because, as we've explained before in a previous episode, about how I went through a period of my life where I went through an area of unbelief. Mm-hmm. But I, and so I kind of questioned whether I should be rebaptized. I decided personally that I don't need to just because I have been publicly saying to people that I have been transformed again by yeah. Christ and came back to him. Yeah. And so I don't think I need to do another public demonstration in, in terms of baptism. Yeah. Um, but I, I am not opposed to it, certainly, okay. I'm, and I'm very open to the idea. I just don't think I need to do it just because, you know, if I was a, a more quiet, shy um a reserved Christian who wasn't going around saying it publicly and probably driving people crazy, <laughs> then I probably would. Uh, okay. But the, uh, because I do have a platform and I've been blessed with this opportunity to speak to people about Christ, then I don't think I personally need to. Okay. What about it, you? Well, I mean, so it says in the Bible, like confess your sins and be baptized. Yeah. So that's not, it's not like it's saying like, okay, every time you confess your sins, you have to be baptized. Like it's not that. Yeah. But like we had said before, it's an, it's an outward expression of what's happening on the inside of your heart. Right. So the reason why I ask you is because, well, you had gone through that period of time where you were like, well, forget you, God. I'm like, I don't need you. Right. And then you, like, came came back to him, like, considering, wow, like, I, you don't, like, you don't have to. That's what I'm saying. But I'm, like, thinking, like, well, would you ever consider doing it again and, like, publicly, like, either at res or uh, wherever, uh you go to res so res <laughs> and saying like i went through this period of time where i like completely abandoned the lord and then i came back to him and i'm publicly professing that i did that yeah. even though you already do that with your words so that's the reason why i ask that's a great question i'm glad you asked it because yeah. i've actually talked to my family about that what, what they thought i should do and if there's any reason yeah. to do it or if i could find any support for yeah. doing it but i felt peace in my spirit and i felt like god just kind of it wasn't like some booming, you know, voice or yeah. whatever, but it was just a very calm feeling that just washed over me. Like, you know, you don't, you don't have to do that. It's yeah. okay. You know, I've saved you. You know, I rule your life. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you know your destiny, so you don't need to worry about yeah. about that. Just continue telling others about me. Yeah. hundred so, percent. I yeah. mean, so for me personally, like, I don't think like, I don't believe, I don't believe you have to be baptized in order to be a Christian personally. Because the Bible doesn't say, 
be baptized, then you're saved. It says, be saved, then be baptized. Like, yeah, commit your life to the Lord, then be baptized. Because Jesus, when he was on to. the when he was on the cross and talking to the the thief by his side, he yeah. said, "You will be with will me be in paradise." Yeah, and he didn't have time he, to baptize no. him. He was dying, so <laughs> he was just yeah. like, "You know what? I'll see you later." <laughs> it's not like a complete requirement. Yeah, but I think that it's like strongly encouraged. Yes. Like, if you can, yes. if it uh, if if it's at all possible. If it's within your capabilities, yes. do it. Because if you, if it's you very read important. through like all the, um, so if you read through Paul's stories and if you read through the disciples' stories, it says, "Go make disciples and baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit." And then when you read the stories of Paul, he's like, when families and people give their lives to the Lord, it says they committed their lives to the Lord and were baptized. Right. So like with the jailer, like he gave his life to the Lord and then his family was baptized. His entire yeah. family was baptized. Yeah. When you ask so him, like, like, what should I do to be saved? Yes, Repent and I be baptized. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's a partnership. It's you saying, it's you publicly telling people I have been transformed on the inside. And this is a symbol of my sins being washed away. Yeah. Baptism doesn't seal your sins from being washed away. Mm-hmm. It just is a representative of it being washed away. Mm. It's kind of like why we take communion is like we are representing the body and the blood of Christ. The body was broken for us so that we may be healed and saved. And the blood was spilled out for many so that we are washed clean. Like that's what it, that's what like the sacrament is. It's a representative. It's not like a ultimate, like, Oh, I got baptized. So I'm saved. Exactly. No, you get saved and then you get baptized. Yes. It's It's not not the other way around. It's not the magical quality. Yeah. It's like, where are you going to, what do you do? Go to the Jordan river and be like, okay guys, we have to get 50 tons of the Jordan river water. (laughs) We got to get it back to the church in Granville. And then we got to put it in there because it's not going to work otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) Just transporting it. Duh. Can we import water from the Jordan? Uh, we're need a long hose. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna need a long one, boys. <laughs> it's gotta go a long, long ways. <laughs> don't let it get in the don't let it get in the ocean, though. We don't need it to be salty. That explains the Alaskan pipeline. There you go. <laughs> uh, that's, but like baptism, I believe is like really, really important. Yeah, it w- truly is important for you for like as a next step in your Christian faith as your walk with the Lord. Yeah, because like if you think if we're to live like Jesus, Jesus was baptized and he lived a perfect life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so for us to like take that and say, wow, even the most perfect human to ever exist was baptized. Right. And mm. it's just like okay, so what makes what makes it that we don't have, like, that we shouldn't? Mm-hmm. Not that they, you have to, but it is a sign of what is happening to yeah. you. So I think it's personal opinion. I think it's really important. Uh, but if, like, if you think differently, that's fine. Like, it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't really matter what you, at least what you believe. Like, that's up to you. Like, you get to choose that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you. You have to believe that baptism is a is the next step. Like you don't have to believe that. I'm just saying, scripturally based, biblically based, it is it's biblical to be baptized. That's right. So we'd also like to just. I think that you'll definitely agree is to if you as a listener um, do believe in Christ, if you belong to Him, and yet you have not been baptized. And the reason you haven't been baptized is because perhaps Satan has been trying to accuse you of pride or of being concerned about being a public spectacle, you need to, we would just like to encourage you to shed that feeling 
because Satan wants nothing more than to dim the light of Christ and to hush his name. And if he can do that within you, you might be the encouragement that someone else needs to get the courage to stand up there and get baptized themselves. the, The whole point is a public profession of faith. And so this will be the first step and it will be a major confidence booster. So if you, if you think to yourself, if you're, if Satan's telling you, you know, wait a minute, if I get baptized, then people are going to look at me. It's like, well, yeah, that's the whole point you want. This is like the one time when you want people to look at you because it's, it's, it's to spread cheer. It's to spread excitement. Yeah. It's to uplift and embolden the yeah. body of Christ. It's to be with, celebrated. Yeah, and and we will celebrate with you. So yes. it's don't let Satan come in and tell you, you know, say, oh, am I doing this because I'm yeah. prideful? I should I? Yeah. No, it's you're doing it because Christ said, follow my example. Yeah. Do as I do. Yes, and when he's doing that, that just means. That just gives you all the more reason to do it, right? Like that's you, you. That's you stomping on his head and saying, "Yeah, you. You have no place over my life right now." That's right. Like, because when he says, "Do you really belong to Christ? Does he really love you?" You say, "Yes, he does." Yeah, because he I does. remember on this day, I publicly said, "No matter what, I belong to Christ." Yes, and mm. there, like, the Lord's love. What's amazing about it is it's unconditional. Nothing that you do is ever going to take you away from that. And he's always going to be right there. Mm. It's just you willing to notice that and say, I don't have to go through this alone. Right. And I can mm. tell the devil no. Just That's tell right. him no. Just be like, nope, you, nope, bye-bye. See ya. <laughs> Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I noticed that uh, this is just kind of a very brief rabbit trail, but I loved what the pastor, uh, Pastor um, Dwayne. Dwayne said on Sunday morning. And if, you, if you don't know him, that's okay. He just said, you're, when when facing temptation, and I loved his animated way of saying it, your body will say, but I want it! Yeah. And he gave this loud scream, yeah. and everyone, like, jumped. And he's like, and that's what your body does. And he's a very quiet, like, yeah. mon- not monotone, but he's, like, a very quiet, Still, soft, soft-spoken yeah. speaker. And so when he screamed, I want it! Yeah. Everyone was so excited. <laughs> it was funny. And so when he, but when he said that, it was so true, because yeah. that's really how your body feels. And when you feel that... I, yeah. I must. I, you know, I have to. I have to satisfy myself. You can say no. Yeah. In different you discipline in, in, your body. Exactly. In telling it. you discipline it. Exactly. Our body is an it. Uh, it's so great. Yeah. I love good. the symbolism of all really this. This is stuff. awesome. So mm-hmm. guys, we're gonna be back at this topic again. Right. And we're gonna be talking about child baptism, or otherwise known as pedo baptism, the sprinkling right. of water. So we're gonna be back with that, and. We are going to prepare for it. We want to be as educated in it as we can. Mm-hmm. For myself, I have personal experience with it. So uh, I will hopefully give some insight onto, like, from my experience, like, what it is and from how I've learned and viewed it. Uh, and just to, like, let you guys know, we are not saying that one baptism is more superior to the other. Like, that that's not what we're saying because, personally, I really don't. I personally believe in believer's baptism, which is the submersion of water when you yourself come to the understanding that the Lord Jesus Christ came, died on the cross, resurrected three days later, and lives forevermore and is your personal Savior. That's what I believe in. But it is okay, and it is your, it is your faith that you get, to be, like, you get to believe what you want to believe. And so if you believe in pedo-baptism, if you believe in the child baptism, cool. I'm, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm just simply here to 
tell you guys what I think, and mm. it. I really hope it's not degrading to anyone. That's right. One of the things that I was – it made me very sad. I was listening to another podcast that while I was at work, and um, one of the people who was in the podcast used to be a Christian, and he has since fallen away from the faith, which is mm. very sad. But And one of the main reasons he said – and this just really just broke my heart – was he said – you know, back when I used to be a Christian, I wanted to feel safe and I wanted to feel unified. And instead, I looked around me and all I saw were people who were bickering constantly and who focused on nothing except their differences. And so as Al for the Soul, the, I mean, the whole reason of why I started this podcast was because I wanted to bring healing mm-hmm. and I wanted to bring a, a sense of covering of peace for our souls. And of course, we can only find that in Christ. But when we focus on our differences, when we when when one group says submersion in water is the only way to baptize, yeah. and the other one says, "Well, I believe you should sprinkle," and and I mean these very subtle small differences can make a major uh, disruption and can really tear apart faith. And our whole purpose is to bring unity together. So, yeah. just like Brian said, I don't feel like you're inferior uh, to someone else just because you at one point did something different. And don't let people say that to you. You're, you're, we are, Christ is the unification of all of us. It's not about water. It's not about whether you believe the body is the re- the real body or stays the bread or any of that stuff. It, it, those are all very small details that we as humans like to hone in and focus on because that's just what we do. We, we see small, subtle differences, and our brain tries to make patterns of it. And, and it, Satan uses that to bring division. We're here to bring unification. Yeah. And to be honest, if you disagree with us, cool. That's right. And <laughs> and that's fine. We we don't want you to stop listening or to, you know, n- n- <laughs> I almost just said, please don't like us. Um, <laughs> please don't dislike us. <laughs> please don't dislike us. Um, yeah. It, just because we, we don't agree does not mean we can't speak and, and be, have a civil, yeah. and intelligent, interesting conversation. Yeah. I mean, I personally, I love hearing like other people's viewpoints and like how like their opinions and their views like that's cool but there are also some things like in the christian faith that are what you would say uh like they it's like a common denominator in the christian faith Mm -hmm. like in the christian faith in a in a jesus believing faith like jesus came to save the world and he did by dying on the cross and living a perfect life that's what he did so like that's a common denominator in in faith mm-hmm. in your Christian faith. You should all believe that. And if you don't, well, I'm sorry, that's not the Christian faith. Right. And so, and there are other common denominators in that. The Bible is infallible. There's nothing imperfect about it. It was perfectly written because the Lord spoke it, and the world was created in seven days, and the Lord spoke that into existence. These are just common denominator things that you believe in. So, right. That's what we're trying to establish here. That's right. So we just wanted to establish that. We want to say, hey, your opinions are valued, and they're they're your opinions. That's right. Please share them with us, and we're not going to judge you for that. We're not going to think any less of you for that, mm-hmm. and we would love to hear – personally, I would love to hear them. That's Let right. Let us know. Yeah. Because it's, it's always good to see different viewpoints of different things because if you can look at it through different lenses, then you can get – you can sometimes even get a better understanding. So uh, – really would strongly encourage you if you have different opinions on that please share like or if you have found something that is like really interesting or cool share it with us we would love we would love to hear it 
If you'd like to share any of these things with us, please feel free to message us directly at Allah for the Soul. We have an Instagram page or on Facebook. We also have a Facebook page. But like Brian said, if you have questions, you can uh, just ask us directly and we'll do our best to answer them. If you would like to be anonymous or to be public, that is totally fine. Please just let us know and specify in your comments. And uh, we will direct. We have a three-team uh, group who will be checking and monitoring yep. all of this, which is wonderful, and we've been blessed with that. So, uh, yeah, please feel free to yeah. comment or ask questions. Yeah, we're going to put the little thing on the Instagram when this comes out. So, when you're listening to this, about an hour later, it, after the podcast comes out, we're going to put a Q&A up there and we are going to uh, read your questions. If they are, please, we would do we do request that you keep them appropriate and uh, consistent with the topic, or if you just have a simple question about Allah for the soul, we'll answer that too on the next podcast. So yeah, that would be, that would be greatly appreciated by us. Fantastic. I believe you have a random fact of the day. We'd like to establish this. Yes. My name is you, Nikle. And random fact of the day, the Japanese word kuchizamishi is the act of eating when you are not hungry because your mouth is lonely. <laughs> we do this all the time. <laughs> I love that, man. That might be my favorite one so far. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this is uniquely with random, with random factors today. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And a happy new year. Brian, back to you. Thanks, uniquely. Wow. What an interesting fact. I know. It, I, I'm, I, I am confused as to where this man comes from. I asked where he came from, and he said he is from Zabibia. I didn't wow, know that. I've man. never heard of Zabibia. I don't know what that even means. Hmm, I think he just made that up. That's interesting. We might have to do a background check on him. <laughs> Here's like this random guy in the studio anyway. Yeah. No. <laughs> Big Red. Big See, Red. We, he's gonna have to, Big Red's going to have to be our audio engineer and security detail. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> wow. Man, oh, I love goodness. random facts. That's Man, great. Having a guy come on and do that, that's just awesome. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to Aloe for the Soul. We appreciate the listens that you have been giving us. Please, guys, I, I'm, we're going to stress this every time at the end of every podcast. Please, after you're done listening to this, please share this with on your Instagram story, on your Facebook story, on your Snapchat story. I really don't care. We really, really want to get our name out there. We're really passionate about this. And it's not for like our sake or for our gain. It's because there could be someone out there who needs to hear these kind of things or that we can just we can be vessels and tools to help spread the gospel. And this is a way to do it. So we would love to partner with you guys in that. And by you sharing that, by you sharing this on your story, you are helping us and you are helping grow God's kingdom just by sharing this on your Instagram, Facebook, or Snapchat. It may seem like you all are not doing a whole lot to help the kingdom, but let me assure you, and I also would like to be a bringer of tidings of good news and great joy. We have reached a listener in Washington, a listener and a subscriber in Kansas, and a listener and subscriber in where else but Brussels, Belgium. Like we are Belgian waffles. We are world Mr. Worldwide, baby. We are so excited. This is incredible. Yeah. We are literally spreading the gospel across the world. And you all are helping. We're not doing this. You nope. all are helping. 
nope. you, the subscribers, you're the reason why we're able to do this. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. A sincere thank you. Yeah. The for more all people of our, that listen, the more it just gets out there. That's right. For all of our humor and, you know, giggling idiocy, <laughs> we we do appreciate it. And it's yes. very important to us. So yes. thank you. You are helping spread the gospel of Christ. This is exciting. It is. It's so exciting. So mm. thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Please tune in next week while we will continue our conversation and a little sneak peek into the behind the scenes. We will be having a guest on very shortly. We are going to stand by that. Yes. we. Uh, you will not want to miss this guest. This guest is very special to both of us. Yes. And this person will be delving very, very deeply into something that matters. It does. It matters in the Christian faith. Identity. There we go. So tune in soon to hear the special guest. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.